Welcome to Shaylee and Katie's Lemonade Stand. We're trying to figure out how to do the working mom thing while turning all the lemons into lemonade. I'm Katie Day, a graphic designer and marketing director, mom of four. And I'm Shaylee Murphy, an interior designer, a video producer, and a mom of two. Welcome back to Shaylee and Katie's Lemonade, lemonade Stand. stand. Uh, today we're going to be talking to you about something you may have seen on the internet. Or possibly in your own home. Or just if you happen to look any square inch of Shaylee's house. Any square inch. They're every, it's a problem. It's a problem. What I'm it talking is about. Vintage rugs. Guys, you might be thinking vintage rugs. What on earth are all these dirty old rugs and why is everyone obsessed with them? Well, I'm here to tell you. What are you going to tell us? Everything. That I know. This which is like a revocation? Limited. It's, rugg- it's a revocation. Okay. That's a, that's a word. Um, but before we get into that, I'm, I'm going to break down the different types of old, <laughs> uh, in order of value. And then like a couple of the types of rugs that are out there and why they're valuable and why you should love them. What's our episode promise? By the end of this episode, you'll, you'll be know able to... more about old rugs than you did before. Unless you're an old rug dealer, in which case quit listening now. That is a low promise. It's a low promise. I'm into it. Maybe uh, they would be, they'd feel equipped enough to buy one. Buy one. This is for someone who's like, I'd like one, but I'm scared and I don't know anything. This is the me walking into a fancy health food store and trying to find something I don't know the name of. Yeah. Right? Okay. okay. But before we do that, we have to thank <gasps> our amazing fake sponsor. Yeah. Uh, due to the rugs. Mm hmm. This, this episode, episode is brought to you by Aladdin Live Action. Action. You know, the new one. The new one. Uh, so the tagline for Aladdin Live Action. Wow, Jafar is hotter than I anticipated. I guess his face, God drew better than the animator. Thanks, Aladdin Live Action. Thanks. I also want to thank our sponsor, Disney Plus, for giving us that. Not, they did not. No, Jonathan doesn't prefer the, the new one, but you know. Oh, I'm I'm here for all of them. We like Any vintage things in I like, our house. I like animated. I like live action. I, I like it all. Katie likes it all. She won't be silent. I Honestly, I will not go silent about this. Mm, I almost had it. You cannot keep me quiet. <laughs> I like your bangle. Is that vintage? No, it's live action. <laughs> okay, <go ahead. laughs> Okay, so... We'll start at the top. What are the types of old? Does this apply to humans? Apply it to what you want, but I'm talking about rugs. It's like a a frog reproductive (laughs) cycle. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to start with vintage versus antique. Oh. Right? Okay. Versus just plain old used. (laughs) All right, so antique definition would be and i'm sure this definition is not you know the smithsonian has not put out a chart on rugs yet um but from my internet searches uh no technically i was trying to get like the exact but like a hundred years old or older Mm -hmm. is antique okay so that's going to be the most expensive fanciest collective collector's item antique think antique roadshow Okay. Or at least the stuff that they show you that's right. worth a lot. Okay. Vintage. Okay. Is like 20 to 30 years old oh. or older. Okay. So think of it 70 years old, mm-hmm. 60 years old, 50 years old. No, you're saying the 70s? Well, uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 20, 50. Yes. 
I'm good at math. Mm -hmm. Okay, so anything not quite 100, but at least 20 to 30 years old. I see what you're saying. Right. Okay. So between the span. So if we're looking at a timeline, 100 years old and older is antique. Let's, let's say 30, I just have 20 to 30 in my notes, but basically 30 to that 100 where it switches to antique would be like vintage. Okay. So 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, that kind of 40s, 20s. What about today through 20? 1922 through today. No, 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 no. Through 30 years ago would be vintage. You're 2000. <clears throat> yes. You're 2021 is what I'm asking. 2000 to 2021 is just used. Okay. Uh, still fine, mm -hmm. but it's not vintage. Okay. Yet. And that's also, according to Etsy, I think that's what they say is at least 30 years old for it to be vintage and not just junk you're selling on Etsy like a garage sale. I literally call any junk I'm selling vintage. Right. <laughs> so you can't. Uh, but Etsy will say, like, in their terms and conditions, it needs to be redone, like something that you custom made. This is not an Etsy ad, but that's how they, you know, define it as well. So I've either like painted this mug from 10 years ago with a, oh, like upcycled with an enamel letter on it for your baby or for your baby, or I'm mug. making a t-shirt that I'm embroidering with their initials on okay. it would be something new that you're creating, but not I got these things at Target 10 years ago, and now I'm going to resell them on Etsy. Under the untouched. vintage uh, checkmark. Right. It, okay. That doesn't qualify as vintage on Etsy. It'd be used. Or in life. Yeah. So you can buy rugs that are antique, that are going to be pricier. You can get vintage rugs, which pretty much all the ones I have fall in the vintage. The one we're sitting on right now is from the 70s. It's Jonathan's parents' rug. So they're vintage, and they're going to be not quite as expensive because they're not quite as hard to find. Because they're not quite as old. And then a used rug would be like, my mom had a rug from the 80s. Well, actually, the 80s. Oh, we're getting old, man. <laughs> my mom had a rug from the late 90s. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and I'm going to put it in my kid's room. That's a used rug. Mm -hmm. Which some people might call vintage, but we're splitting hairs here. However, that rug might be inspired by a vintage design and then things get real hairy. Yeah. Yeah, or if you have a dog, things could get real hairy. Uh, <laughs> red joke. Um, so they do make modern day rugs that look like the vintage style, right? But they're new, so that also vintage inspired would new be rug. like vintage looking rug, right? Right. Okay. So just to give everyone a little rug rug education <laughs> from someone not qualified, but I got a lot of them. Um, so. Let's see. Okay, handmade rugs. So many places around the earth make rugs, and they're all called different names. I don't know them all, but the ones that I have purchased most are Turkish rugs and Persian rugs. Mm -hmm. So now both of these rugs. Well, what do you want to know first? Do you want? Well, first of all, could you tell the difference between a Turkish and Persian rug? Yes. Just to, like blindly in the wild. Yes. Tell me. Uh, not not all the times. I'm not a I'm not a rug dealer. However, so so they're hand knotted. Okay. So first of all, when people are like two hundred and fifty dollars for this tiny rug, you know that's you know decent sized, but it's like someone hand knotted that. Every single loop. Every single loop. Wow. And if you flip them over, this is a good way to tell if you 
I can tell by looking at them because I'm advanced. <laughs> uh, no, that's a joke. But like, I mean, I, I can usually tell if it's a true old rug or not, but really old rugs that are like 70 to 100 years old, they're going to not be perfectly even because they're handmade. It's not a machine brain making it. It's right. a human hand. Um, and so technically the knot, uh, the Persian knot oh are goodness. single knotted. Oh my gosh. And the Turkish rugs are double knotted. I thought it was going to be like a pattern thing. Well, it is because the certain types and styles of the knots what? are easier to make like curved patterns or geometric patterns. Wow. Yes. So Turkish rugs look a little more boho because they're going to have yeah. more of the angular, yeah. like the little angular bird or the angular uh, designs I'm in them. I'm writing this down for real. I want to know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So Turkish knot, they're double knotted and that's the Turkish knot. Persian rugs are single knotted or the Persian knot. And I'm sure there are different variations where like a Turkish design was done with a Persian knot and maybe those are super rare and worth more. I don't know. I'm sure that exists. But you think it's garbage. No, 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 no. (laughs) So the Persian knot, they're able to do more fancy designs that are like rounded. So like the oriental and elegant designs and the center of the rug might have like a fancy medallion. Mm -hmm. So a Persian rug might look more like it's from a palace or it's like that, honestly, this one that you're looking at right yes. now. So it's more like a swirly, ornate, fancy. Mm-hmm. So it could be in a boho eclectic home, but it's probably also going to be in that rich lady's house that owns the gas company and you peek in and you see it under her dining table. And it's been cool for her forever because it's just a big fancy Persian rug. So a Turkish rug is the double knot. And that is like harder to do rounded designs. Mm -hmm. So most of them are more of the like angular. And it almost looks like the, you also have like the Native American rugs, which I don't know what kind of knot they use, but like the the U.S. ones that you would find from Native Americans. They kind of have that same angular Mm -hmm. southwestern blocking. So Turkish rugs are a little bit more like that, but they also like... A lot of times they'll tell like a story. So they have like little <gasps> birds or like Opal has one that has like a deer drinking from a water at the bottom. It's like the tree of life and it's all like trees and birds and animals. And Can you put that in the show notes? No, it's my favorite. I can do a whole uh, rug tour for the show notes. On the show notes. Just don't judge me because there's a lot. I've counted. I've counted them a few times, but I have a lot. Um, I've collected them over time. I buy mainly cheap stuff, but I go crazy on rugs. They're my thing. Uh, I also help find them for clients a lot, and that's just as fun because I don't have anywhere else that I need one, uh, and Jonathan said no more. <laughs> and mainly because Jonathan said no more. Mainly. She's like, what if I stack the rugs? What I do is I use, like, interior design money, where I'm like, it's fake money. It's just mine from, I could just spend it on whatever I want, like mm. rugs. Like rugs. Uh, and then I, it's like a cycle because then I help clients buy more rugs and then take the money that they pay me to help them and buy rugs. Wow. For myself. It's, it's really a rug. Uh, circle too. Ruggy rug situation. Yes, do you yes. have a preference between Persian and Turkish? I like Turkish rugs. You do? Yeah. I have like, I think most of the ones I have, there's a few that I like wouldn't be a hundred percent. And then there's like different facets of Turkish rugs or mm-hmm. different areas. They're all geographically labeled for like what area of the world they were made in. Wow. Essentially. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. But most of the time it's a word to describe it. And it's in like a different language, but 
but they're all describing probably like the pattern or the style of knot or the type of rug. Like some of them are knotted, like they're more like flat woven. Mm -hmm. So they're really thin and flat. And then some of them are like thicker feeling. And Mm -hmm. I like maybe the more thicker feeling ones and they're not as, um, they don't get like wrinkles in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway. Have you Uh, been to Turkey? uh, No, I've been to Egypt. Did you see some Turkish rugs there? I don't remember. I did go to Boston one time before I knew fancy rugs and there was a seller on the side of the road. He had like a shop that looked like a garage. Like it used to be a car mechanic and now I sell these rugs here. (laughs) And, uh, he had them like laying on the dirty sidewalk of Boston and like laying over like a chain link fence. And I'm thinking my garage sale brain is like, Oh man, these are beautiful rugs. I'm going to get them cheap, cheap, cheap. Cause look at this place. Right. I was like, how much is this rig here out on the literal like garbage ground with a lit cigarette next to it that somebody like just smashed out? And he was like, $2,800. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> spit take? It's very small. And I was like, I did one of those where you walk into the wrong, you know, vintage shop. Right. And you're like, oh, okay, well, it's beautiful. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Really. I thought about it. And it's worth more than my car. Uh, so then, you know, you walk away. But if you can get them in a smaller town, I'm going to go through ways to get them after this, but, uh, you do need rug pads. Mm -hmm. I order them off Amazon and they can also be pricey. So if you're on budget and you're saving for like that rug, make sure you factor in a rug pad. And if you have hardwood floors, you're getting a rug pad. That's not going to hurt your floor, make it breathable. I get the felt ones with the little grippies at the bottom. Um, they're just, they're nicer. They're on Amazon. I can link it in the show notes. There's a lot of different brands of felt. But if you get felt without the grip, then it can be slippery. Mm-hmm. Um, but a Turkish rug without a rug pad is going to slide all over Tarnation because it is not one from Target that is built in with a gripper, right? which is essentially what, what you get. So now some may say, how would you ever have a rug in a kitchen? Because one of my favorite ones is right down the middle of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And they think, you want you to spill something on it? We're like, oh, which we don't have one under our table of our dining table. I do. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> that's true. But we have one in the kitchen and it's had, first of all, if it's made it 70, 80 years. So true. Then do your worst. it's had a lot of liquids on it. I'm sure over its lifespan. Second of all, it's wool. Most of them are hundred percent wool. And that is a natural fiber that is super forgiving. So if you get, I mean, Moses smashed a tomato into the one in the kitchen. And a lot of times, you know, they're a little bit imperfect. There's been a little bit of bleed in the um, color over the years. And there's so much going on. The ones I like are very colorful. Um, You can get more muted ones. This may not be the case, but pretty much anywhere you spill something on it. I mean, it's coffee. I've spilled everything on it. I just go in and like rub it out and it just... Like with like even just water, I don't even think I use anything and it just kind of fades into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it disappears. Um, Also, when rug care, when you are vacuuming them, you're supposed to use no spin brush on the vacuum. So normal carpet, you would turn, I have a, like a shark vacuum or whatever. And like you normally would do no spin on the hardwood because you don't want to scratch it. And then you'd put the rug spin on like carpet or a rug. But on these rugs, you're supposed to not do that because I guess that is like hard on it. Hmm. Yeah. So um, where to find them? Yeah. That's kind of the question. So I'm going to tell you where I found them. We do live in Springfield, Missouri, which is, I would say, a medium to small town mm-hmm. um, city. I don't know. We have a Target, but we only have one. So 
use that. You can use that to gauge. We have, we a, cra- have, we have a cracker ball. We're getting a Costco. So, <laughs> you know, maybe we're big time now. Um, we do have 900 Walmarts, but we're also just north of where Walmart headquarters is. Sure. So, um, I have found the first place I found them was a consignment shop in town. That is what I would call a fancy antique store, a true antique store. It's not like a thrift shop or like a vintage place like flea market. It's everything's really nice. It's consignment. So they're splitting, you know, the paint, the money with whoever's selling the piece. And they had a a few and I kind of got hooked on it. I bought one for our living room that was really big and it was a big investment, but the prices they've gotten so popular now, the prices have even gone up, but I got a big like eight by 10 or nine by 11 for our living room. And then I got two other ones and I was like, Oh my goodness. I can't like, Oh, I can't believe we got these rugs. And little did I know it was just beginning. something. (laughs) Um, they let us, if it, if it is a higher price point place where you're buying the rugs, Sometimes they will let you take them and try them in your home before oh, you decide. Wow. You have to give them a credit card number because obviously then if you steal it, they just charge you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can say, can I take it out for an afternoon? Sometimes they'll give you 24 hours. You can always ask. You're, it's not a stupid question. You can just say, hey, do you offer these out on loan with a credit card so I can see how they look in my space? You can measure it before because it's not easy to like transport a big heavy rug. So, and they're having to move everything off of it. So I would measure before so you at least know it's going to fit in the space to save everyone time. But that is something you can ask. Um, At a shop like that, even if it's fancy, you can also ask for a discount uh, and just see. You don't have to be like, I want 50% off. But you can just say, hey, do you, you know, I really love it. I'm sure it's worth this much. Do you guys offer discounts though? Like I want it. I'm just kind of, we're trying to like process it. It's just a lot. And sometimes they'll call the owner of the rug and they'll, you know, it's usually pretty common for them to say, yeah, we can do 10% off. Mm-hmm. which covers your tax. Um, Good job. Yeah, well, then there's a lady in town. So co- if you're local, Cottage Consignments on Glenstone is where I use. Uh, they have a lot of really pretty ones. And then there's another lady who's like a rug dealer that um, she, there's two rug dealers. They're my dealers. <laughs> uh, in town, everyone's in competition with each other and I have all of the contacts. Um but one lady has a Facebook group and I don't know what town you're in, but there could be one that you don't know about because of the popularity. And she does these flash sales on Facebook and that's where I've gotten a lot of them. I also have had clients buy them through her or they'll say, if you see one that fits my space, just say sold. Cause it's kind of like bonkers. It's like people will say like sold in like minutes. Wow. Ladies be crazy about these rugs about the rugs um and the where she buys them is she will order them from like turkey oh wow and they're in like shipping containers oh and she'll ship over she has to buy a bunch of them or people will get them at auctions i think mm-hmm. that's where the other woman gets them um and she will basically like they send her pictures before and she buys the one that she wants uh and orders like 30 at a time and then she sells them out of her house and like the ladies buy them it's always ladies. I'm not being discriminatory. It's almost a hundred percent ladies. <laughs> uh, but I buy them for my male clients. So, you know, uh, but they're, um, th- I've talked to her about it and she said that they've been sitting in those shipping containers sometimes for like 50 years. Wow. So it's like they made them all. And she's like, for me, I'm giving them new life. Cause they're just sitting in a dark shipping container. None of them have had any smell. They've all been beautiful. They're all wearing fantastic. And they, Give me so much life. You can put a rug anywhere and it looks instantly 
cozy warm. It does. Um, yes. So the, the other has such a good vibe to wow. it. You just feel like, very sweet. I could just sit down anywhere. Cause there's so many chairs that I found on the side of the road. No. Uh, okay. The other thing, the other place you can find rugs, you can find them on eBay, um, and Etsy. And I know if you're pickier than me, <laughs> maybe I just like all the rugs, but if you have something very like specific, like I want pastels, I want blue or green, which is very rare. Red is easy. Blue green is not. Um, but I want like a special size or a special whatever. Uh, you can look for them on Etsy or eBay. You're going to probably pay more for shipping because obviously you don't pay shipping if they're here. And for in, I, I mean, if you live in LA, maybe you're not going to pay more. But like for me, Springfield, Missouri prices are lower than rugs that are opened up to the World Wide Web. Those are going to be a little bit more expensive mm-hmm. unless you're doing maybe an auction on eBay. So that's a place if you don't have a random local Facebook group or a random local place that you could still get access to it. And then if you really want to go after it, you can look for estate sales mm-hmm. because old people have had these. There were pilots. I think our rug down there from the consignment shop was like a family, like an estate just sold it to them to consign. And he was like a pilot and like went to Turkey Oh wow! and brought it back. And it was in his home for 70 years. Right. And then he died. I'm guessing, uh, they left that part out of the story. <laughs> uh, and his family was like, no one wants his memories. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> give grandpa's right to the consignment shop. See if we can get a few hundred dollars out of it. Um, so, and then it ended up with me and I love it. I'm giving it the respect it deserves. Aww. Um, but you know, they have cool stories of people who've collected these things from their travels and all sorts of things. So sometimes if you go to an estate sale, um, I would probably look up like estate sales in my area. And sometimes they'll post photos or a list of what's going to be at the estate sale before I will say, they're probably not going to be like 20 bucks because the whole point of an estate sale is a company researches and knows what things are worth. Um, but that's a way you could get some, I mean, if you just walk up on a legit garage sale of someone who doesn't know what they have and they're selling grandma stuff, that's like best case scenario. And then you have to go, I'll have to think about it. We take 10% off of $25. And then they're like, uh, sure. And then you're like, and then you feel a little bit bad. You're like, here's thirty. You pocket that sweet sweet two fifty, and you just you go by McDonald's and you buy yourself a cup of coffee, um, and then you spill it on the rug, and then you just kind of rub it out a little bit, and it just disappears. <laughs> Circle of life. Circle of life. Uh, so yes, and that little guy back there, Katie, we're in my attic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was from a garage sale for ten bucks. No way. But it's not perfect. I mean, it has some like it's been like chewed on a little bit. That was actually my very first vintage rug. Oh. Got it before they were as cool as they are now. But um, anyway, so that's my info as far as style. Cause a lot of people will say, I just don't think it would work. I love the way it looks in your house. And this is either a passive aggressive comment <laughs> and they hate them. Or it's kind of like that dress is so cute. I wish I could wear that. I just can't pull that off. Right. In which I respond, you pull it off by putting it on your body, putting it on your body and walking, walking outside. outside. Right. I think that was Katie's fashion episode. I loved it. Uh, I think it was yours. I don't remember anymore. We're the same person. Skatey. Uh, skatey. Shady? Shady? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not planned. Uh, okay. The same thing goes with the rugs. You don't have to be, sometimes on these Facebook sales, people will be like, is that navy blue or is it black? And I'm like, I don't think it matters. There's 75 colors in it. Mm-hmm. And it's old. So I'm probably a little bit more go with the flow mix and match in general. 
but I think almost any rug goes with whatever. I personally love the reds and the pinks and the navies and the, the blacks and the reds and the pinks and the reds. I like red. Most of my rugs are red, but I've purchased them just like, I like that one. I like that one. I like that one. I've never thought, will these all look good together? And they all look good together, mm -hmm. but it's because I like them all. And I kind of like the same thing. Yeah. So I find, I like the really vibrant colors and I like the red and red happens to be easy to find. So all of mine kind of have a color story of rugs with red. And then we have a lot of dark green in our house and a little bit of red. So it all kind of, I hope it goes together. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Uh, but like we had this, this brown one downstairs for a while that was Jonathan's parents and it was too much brown because our couches were brown and the rug had brown and everything just felt a little too brown. So I guess I won't say everything works, but as long as all of the rugs that are seen together kind of have somewhat of a cohesive vibe. There's something tying them together. Yeah. Then like a color, then they kind of tie together. But also most of the rugs are smaller. Most of them are usually they're like four by eight or like three by five. They're not massive rugs. So that could go. I have clients that I say, Oh, you should get this one. They're like, where would I put it? I'm like, shall I name the ways? <laughs> Let's hear it. And so I'll say the end of your bed, in your bathroom, in front of the vanity, between the sink and the island, in your kitchen, in your entryway, by the one chair in the corner of the sunroom, like anywhere, anywhere, yeah, laundry just, room. Just throw closet. it and see where it lands. Yeah. Put it. I mean, if it's a good deal, especially, I mean, don't like spend a lot of money and then put it in a closet, but you can move it around or even if it lands in one spot and you're not a hundred percent sure you love it. And then you find another one you love for that spot, move junior somewhere else, Junior, <laughs> move him somewhere else. I, I love finding, like I found this runner that went perfectly in a client's, uh, between his kitchen and his Island. And it's like 13 feet long. It's the perfect length. And it like changed the whole feel of it. It changed the whole feel mm -hmm. and it just makes it feel warmer more collected, cozy. It's a conversation piece and it's something that's been around forever. So environmentally friendly, sustainable, sustainable, but also it's not going anywhere. The value is not going down. So it's kind of like investing in art because you could also sell it. It's not like, Oh, it's old now. No, right. it's just going to be antique one day. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So I would say go for it. If it's something you've seen and you liked, now you have a tiny bit of education about it more than you had before. I love this. And then Katie also has tips because she also has vintage drugs and knows things. Nope. I don't really have vintage drugs. I have what I would call 1999 <laughs> <laughs> that I thought were vintage until this episode is no, no, no. really sad for me. Okay. Before I get into my <laughs> rug problem. Yes. Are you anti new rug that's patterned after old? Um, no, I have one. Okay. I had more. You've, you've gradually replaced them. I have one that's six foot runner in our master bathroom sink area in front of the double sink that is the perfect size. Mm -hmm. And it's just printed mm -hmm. from at home or whatever. Right. And it's pretty. And people have actually thought it was vintage before. And it's like almost just screen printed. Right. right. <laughs> Straight on it. Um, but I, I mean, it's comfortable. It doesn't move. It serves its purpose. I spilled coffee on it and didn't wipe it up and you can still see it, but I don't really care. It's probably $30. Right. Um, I haven't, honestly, I'm keeping my eye out for something, but I haven't seen anything that'll fit better. So if someone's listening, can you give them like a price range 
so that they have like because I mm-hmm. mean you said twenty eight hundred dollars at one point, and this then is gonna what be... they could if they want that look but they're not willing to invest. Like, do you have any advice? Mm, for options, that yeah, yeah. And I also have like a graphical geometric rug from Target, or no, is from like Marshalls or at home or not at home. What's the home store? Home goods. Home goods. There we go. <laughs> uh, that I have in the kids' playroom, and mm-hmm. it's great too. And it kind of is like a different little vibe. Mm-hmm. So. It's like a, I also like the, like, it's either, I think it's sisal. I don't know. The natural fiber rugs. Jute. Jute. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like those a lot too. So one hack, if you don't want to spend a lot of money, you could get a massive jute rug or like a braided woven natural fibered rug on like Rugs USA is an inexpensive place to get a giant rug. You can get them in cream or you can get them in um, natural fiber. You could get that for the the huge space, like a, let's say you just have a big living room or you need like an eight by 10 or bigger. Right. Well, it's going to be probably a thousand dollars or more to get like a legit Antique rug. rug. Yeah. Right. Like I have not spent this on any of my rugs, but they go all the way up to like two, three, four thousand. Right. Um, or more, depending on where you live, you can find them crazy priced. Sky's the limit. Um, but you could get one of the larger rugs and then layer a smaller, like five by seven or four by six under like the coffee table and kind of layer it to where you're getting a little bit of color. Or you could put it, let's say you have like a couch with like a chair. You could put that rug under the chair. Mm -hmm. Think of how you would with like a sheepskin to where it's kind of like on its own or like the little vintage rug is in front of the fireplace or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. to where you're getting the whole space is covered, but you're still getting the feel of the vintage rug, but it's a tiny one. Mm -hmm. So a small one could be anywhere from $75 would be like, it's a little wonky, but it's cute. You know, a little one all the way up to like two, 300, 400 for bigger ones. And then once you start getting into like five by seven and larger or the really unique ones, if they're really unique, they cost more. So maybe 500. Mm. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a power shopper. So sometimes you can, you know, get bulk discount or just wait until the price kind of goes down. Sometimes they'll mark them down. Um, but I would say around the 300 is usually common. So let's say I have an eight by 10 need. I like mm-hmm. the look of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And you want the whole thing. You don't want to do the layering. Well, no, I like that as one option. Mm-hmm. What would so, be my other options? Layering would be the option of, I don't want to spend one to $2,000, but I want a huge space and I want something real. Mm-hmm. I would get the real natural fiber, large rug, layer on the 250 to 350 smaller vintage rug. Um, and then if you want to go big and your couches are plain and you want color everywhere, you can find replicas of vintage rugs. Um, I would for sure read the reviews. Yeah. Because I've looked at them and I've gone down the wormhole and not all rugs are made the same for vintage mm-hmm. rugs. And actually, one of the best replicas I've seen is the at-home one that is almost no pile. Yeah. Pile is the the like fiber that sticks up and is fuzzy, <laughs> like a pom-pom ball. Um, and if you are getting something fake right. with like a man-made fiber... I think that, first of all, they're not going to wear well. Mm -hmm. So if you get like a shag rug from Walmart, that thing's going to look like a train wreck in like a couple years probably. Just because it'll fuzzy, it just doesn't wear well because it's kind of like a plasticky fiber. Um, In my experience, maybe we're hard on our stuff. But the one from at home is like super flat and it's almost screen printed, but there's like 
dare I say like silky? How would you describe it? You've seen it. It's the one I have in my bathroom, but it's just, it's like has a little gripper back, but it's like a vintage print that's been printed on it, but it doesn't look bad. It almost looks antique. Mm -hmm. Someone who hasn't like studied it and looked for it would probably think that it was. Mm -hmm. And that's the best replica I've seen at the best price point. Cause they're like, I mean, for a little runner, it's like 30 bucks and it Mm -hmm. might be like a hundred and something for for the big one. Right. Um, so that's what I would say on, on that. If you get ones that are, you can even get ones on like Amazon. I've read reviews on just read the reviews. Cause sometimes they're like, it, it's screen printed off the side of it or like it's, it's, I don't know. Or they've just been really displeased. Some of them look really good in the photo, but people have been really displeased with how they looked in person. So yeah, I would just say, read the reviews. They won't unfold. That's been a thing. They won't unfold. Oh, oh, oh. I'm on a real rug hunt right now. Um, Oh, so then tell me this. What if one of our listeners doesn't have hardwood? Can they still use rugs on carpet? I'm a hardwood fan. Uh, but I still say rugs are okay on carpet. And that could be, that could be a debatable topic between designers. Cause I think some people would say absolutely not. But most people who have carpet in like a living room mm-hmm. don't love it. Right. Most people. Some people love carpet and they just want it everywhere. Most people are like, eventually we want to switch this out to hardwood. And they guess we can't put an area rug in there even though we'd love to. But I'm like, if you have something in there you don't like, like old white 1990s carpet, then cover it up with a rug. And you'll still see carpet around it. And it's, I guess, maybe weird that you have a carpet on a carpet but like you're seeing less of the thing you don't like. <laughs> well, and you just said earlier you could layer rugs, so yeah, it's la- kind of a layer, version of layering rugs. Rug on a carpet. Uh, but yeah, I just think you make the best with what you have, and if you're in an apartment and you have carpet and yeah. it's staying, don't wait to put the rug down until you get like hardwood. Just put the rug down, mm-hmm. and it's fine. And it anchors the space. I think furniture looks lost, like it's floating in oblivion sometimes mm-hmm. without a without an anchor point. So, and, and as far as the price point too, I love the natural woven rugs as well. Yeah. Especially if you're going to do something that's like bright on the couch or you have crazy throw pillows or a floral print, Mm -hmm. then you could do a more basic natural woven rug. Yeah. That's great advice. Okay. I love that very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you for walking us through our rugucation. You're welcome. You're welcome. I will throw in too. We both in our homes have rugs that were like, we have one that was Jonathan's grandparents' rug, and you have one that was your mom's rugs that almost look the same. Mm-hmm. And they're like right at that level of like, is it cool old or is it just like <laughs> our mom's old? You know? And then they're like, oh, this was a really nice rug. But mine's like burgundy. Mm-hmm. Yours is black, which I actually think is really cool. Um, but they have kind of like that like viney print that's yeah. like almost cool and almost not, and you can't quite decide. But I think I've just learned like, hey, it's a giant rug that's really good condition and it's like wool and it's better than I could replace it with and it's going to wear a lot better than a like cheap rug. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, we'll use it. We, we have ours in the, the basement and I think yours looks great in your house. So ours is under. So, OK, here's my little rug specific Shaylee Solvent moment. Oh, OK. Which she already has via text. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, my my mom got rid of her rug nine by 12 it's wool it's nice it's persian it's oriental um so i didn't know i was like i I think i might want to try it i'm not sure but she's like just let it just let me know um but here's the here's the pro 
I did feel like my dining room table was floating into oblivion. And then I was like, maybe I do want a rug under it, even though it's going to be like, like who puts a rug under a table when there's four kids? <laughs> well, and Katie has a very long yes. living room. It's yes. like a rectangle living room it's into like dining room. room. Um, and the second I put the rug down, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been trying to solve this space for so long. I will always have a rug in this spot, even if it's not this one, but I really like the size of this one. My husband walks in and is like jaw drops and he's like, can we keep that there forever? He loves the rug. Right. Also it. a kid spills a little macaroni and it's like, how much did you spend for that rug? Zero dollars. But thank Correct. you mom. Cause she spent thousands. Well, but she's probably um, thrilled that it's in your house cause she didn't want it anymore. It's true. So I like it where it is for now, but then here's, here's my little hot take on it. I felt a couple years ago that like I kind of want to buy something with leopard print, and but I don't know. It's very bold. I don't know if I can. And I heard someone joke and say, uh, "Leopard, uh, leopard's a neutral for me now," and it made me laugh because I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Over the last like two years, I do feel like it's become like a neutral. It's like, did she wear a black shirt? Did she wear a leopard shirt? I don't know. <laughs> you know, one of those. One of the neutrals. Um, I'm almost. I'm almost feeling like these vintage rugs are becoming almost a neutral in the sense that leopard can kind of mix into your wardrobe with brown, black, it's right. got all of it. <laughs> and in a vintage rug can kind of like live on your floor. My sister came over and I was waiting for her to be like, is that mom's rug? She was there for hours. And I was like, did you even see that I have a rug in there? She's like, Oh, I don't know. It just kind of blended in with all your cool stuff. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm like, Okay, so it's if it's the only thing in your house, it's it's like you better you better nail it. But if it's part of like your whole overall vibe, it's kind of fun to just yeah, this one's fun. And back to my hot take from an episode ago, a couple episodes, who knows? Uh, if it was an anthropology, would you think it was cool? <laughs> right, I know, it's <laughs> so true. And sometimes it's not cool because you just remember it in your parents' house, and it's not that your parents' house wasn't cool, but it's just your parents' house. Right. Jonathan's was his grandparents' house. Right. But then you're like, yeah, no, but no, it's fine. It looks like our stuff now. My anthropology uh, question is, will Shaylee think this is cool? <laughs> Shaylee, here it is. And you're like, I like it. And I'm like, okay, then I'm fine. Yeah, well, I think, yeah. Or you're lying. I like a lot of things. No, I wouldn't lie. I would tell you. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other questions? Comments? Nope, I like it. All right. Well, hopefully that at least opened up the can of worms for people who didn't care at all about rugs. To care? Uh, or not. Care, care more. Passionately. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I love rugs and I'm <laughs> glad that I got to talk about it for a while. Uh, today for our segment, yep. I'm going to teach you how to properly transport a rug. Mm, we talked this about, is important. it's very, it's something people don't think about. We talked about buying the rug, selecting the rug, mm-hmm. how much a rug's value could be. Uh, but we didn't talk about how to get yeah. it back to your house. You if you're, home. if you're getting it locally or in a say a lot, let's say for the exercise, uh, eight by 10. Oh boy. You know, you, you drive by 10 car, a, v- a smaller vehicle, Oh no! like, uh, the drama, m- mini Cooper, the drama we talk about in this podcast. I tell you what, it's important. It's important. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> uh, okay. So the first step is that normally if you kind of lob over just like this, the top, Oh, that's good. You just lob the top. Well, this over. is one of those. Okay, good. If you lob the this top, this is an audio illustration. Lob the top over one little fold, uh, and then you flip the main body over. Okay. Like a hot dog. Oh. And then you roll it like a cinnamon, like this. That looks really good. You guys, she's moving her hands. I'm really strong. Um, in a way that is, it doesn't. It might get you in trouble at work. Well, you know. 
It's how you uh, lob a rug. Okay. <laughs> and then once you get it to this shape, you lift it up with three other people. <laughs> Do you? Does it take a lot of people? Uh, it depends on how thick it is. Okay. Probably. At least one. If it's an 8 by 10 yeah. You know, you see. Then you put it into the rug, car rug, the car. Oh, boy. The rug into the car, into the back. Like this. Okay, that's good. There, she did it. Uh, that was her closing the trunk. Uh-huh. Now, here's something that's important to note. There's no longer enough room for you in the car. Right. At all. Okay. So you'll The have, rug's going to have to drive. It's, it's up to you. You can tie yourself to the top. <laughs> You can climb in the You're back. Hoping it's the rug from Aladdin. I, I'm. I mean, I, I just paid a lot of money for this <laughs> rug. It better fly. You're gonna go ahead and smash the seat all the way up into the the wheel. Okay. To where when you get in, it crushes your sternum. Good. Okay. <laughs> but as you're driving home, the most important thing to remember. Yes. Is that this rug is far more valuable than you are. Oh, that is such a good reminder. So if you're in discomfort, you just have to remember, I know what my priorities are. And it's this rug. And this rug is folded correctly and it's in my vehicle and it's going to make me very happy later if I make it home alive. To internally bleed on. You know, it, you just rub it out. <laughs> rub out the blood. It's, it's wool. I posted on, on Instagram a, a, a series of my rugs and at the end I said my goal is to uh, one day have the best estate sale I've never been to and then Katie messaged like because like, you, like, you died and I was like nailed it I got it I liked it That's yeah a good joke. well you know jokes that you have to explain to people are usually the best ones I think so is that why you're yawning nope <laughs> and this has been 41 minutes on rugs much for listening to Shaylee and Katie's Lemonade Stand. To find out more information, you can check us out on Instagram at Shaylee and Katie or on shayleeandkatie.com to find out show notes, links, and anything else we mentioned in the show. <laughs>